What up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka the Big Lip Bastard, aka the 110 time social distance champion, aka the Bacon Beguiler. Bringing you yet another episode of Switch of Sights, uh, episode 65 to be exact. Um, today's date is uh, July 23rd, 2020. The world is still, uh, still, still messed up, still, still apocalyptic, essentially, really, if we, if we want to look at the grand scheme of things. Um, but hey. Uh, we, we, we striving and surviving. That's, that's all we know how to do, you know, um, can't stop, won't stop, eh, 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 eh. you know, I mean, just gotta do what we gotta do. Um, so yeah, uh, welcome to Switch's Sites, uh, gaming podcast where I talk about just that. Um... So yeah, today, uh, or this, well, I guess technically today and this week was generally a big week for Xbox specifically, um, which we'll get more into, uh, at least in the next segment. Um, overall, yeah, um, this whole week was riding on this event and I'd have to say, um, slightly disappointing to be honest, if, if we're going to be um, transparent, uh, specifically, you know, just the anticipation for this event was all this week and boy, I was just, I felt kind of let down to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's stop the dilly dally and get right into it. Uh, so yes, uh, big topic today uh actually just today xbox had their uh xbox game showcase uh they also had like a little pre-show with uh jeff keely's um summer summer games fest uh ordeal where actually he got a lot of actually uh <laughs> uh maybe uh objectively slightly more interesting stuff than uh was at, at the actual show um but yeah so uh one one that stood out was uh I forgot is this new um 3D platformer from Square Enix and I think uh the guy that I want to say originally created Sonic and then some other dude I think from within Square Enix um but nonetheless I forgot the damn game it was something Funland I have it look up the comprehensive list um it was something fun land I know it something something fun land something something land of the of the fun Let's thoroughly um, let me actually get my time cold down like two, two minutes. 
Limit Zellen, ohne Zellen. Where in this? Fallon Wonderworld. Fallon Wonderworld, that's what it's called. Yeah, 3D platformer from Sonic the Hedgehog creators. It's crazy. Look pretty cool. Um, not necessarily directly up my alley, but I found that more interesting than, you know, other things. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I guess that was the only one that really, I guess, stood out. Of course, the big uh, starter of the show, Halo Infinite. I mean... Yeah, it was great. Uh, it's it's hard to it's hard to talk about what we saw like at at that with that that what ten minute demo, Halo, and you know uh, at least well, public reception. It seems like people aren't really impressed by the graphical fidelity, which is pretty understandable. Um, I think it's just, it seems like it's, it, it, it's like that game was missing some, some types of, uh, graphical elements that maybe isn't in the final build. Like, uh, it's missing like some shadows and shaders and stuff. Um, I hope that's the case. Cause I mean, otherwise, yeah, it does not look like a big jump. It actually does look like a like a game I can't play on my Xbox One Xbox One X. Which um I think that leads to another thing which a lot of people were speculating about it, like, you know, if keeping previous gen uh or keeping uh, some of these big titles cross gen and by that, you know, meaning that the game releases on both uh, current generation platforms and next generation platforms, what that would uh, pose in terms of, you know, in theory, it's only so much you can improve from a base game on the Xbox one or current generation to the next. Um, so it seems to be somewhat of a pretty solid theory even arguably a fact that like if you are if you have a game that's cross generation from previous gen or current gen to the next gen it's gonna suffer from that regardless there's really no way to really no way to fully utilize the capabilities of the next gen console because you're always going to be held back from the previous generation console, since most people, most developers, I think a lot of them have said this, that they develop for the the previous or older console first, 
and then try to upgrade or upscale from that. So regardless, you always have the previous generation console basis or template, if anything, to go off of. So it's hard to, it's hard to, you know, yeah, natively make a game fully optimized for the Xbox One X or, you know, whatever next, even as a general theory or rule of thumb, it just seems like it never, it, it in some way, shape, or form always compromises the graphical fidelity of a game, at least from a lot of past experiences uh, with cross-gen games specifically. Um, it just, it just is like, it's, yeah, it's always going to be held back essentially, which is, uh, I think what we possibly may have seen here, unless hopefully maybe we are just seeing like Xbox one X or Xbox one Scarlet, uh, the, maybe the rumored yet to be announced, um, kind of, a gateway console or a cheaper option to get into the next generation, um, family of Xbox one or Xbox consoles. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of unfortunate, but at the same time for people that, um, you know, maybe want to stick with their current generation consoles, there's like a wealthy library of games already to, you know, kind of, um, still explore and, have yet to be explored for a lot of folks, but yeah, it's like a double-edged sword, man. It's like you, you, when you do that, you there, the next generation is next generation is going to suffer uh, from a graphical standpoint, not knowing that you fully aren't like uh, getting all the capabilities of the next gen console uh, due to the fact that, you know, it's been crippled in a sense of having to be compatible with the previous generation console. So yeah, I think that's, that possibly is what we what we saw. Um, and a lot of, a lot of us speculated that that might be the case. And I mean, going by the gameplay trailer, it's kind of what it was. I mean, it looked good. Don't get me wrong, but it could have, it, it gave you the, the, the impression that this, I could play this on my current console right now. I don't really need a series X to play this, which I think is the, in some light, the wrong impression, but you know, for people that aren't ready to jump yet, want the Xbox series X to develop more, um, a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, I don't know. It's, uh, kind of, it's, it's, it's a little disappointing. I have to say, uh, at first seeing the gameplay, uh, I mean, yeah, let's, let's, I guess, separate that. Like the gameplay in of itself looks awesome, solid, uh, Halo, you know, in love with like some awesome ass, uh, improvements like freaking the, the rumors were true. The, the damn grappling hook is in. Uh, it's pretty cool how he used it. I'm, 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 I'm assuming there's some more additional capabilities to that where you can actually do like more creative stuff possibly. And man, just thinking about the possibilities, how, how this is going to play in multiplayer. 
Oh, oh. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I I'll, I can criticize this, but I I mean, I'm still gonna play it at the end of the day. Uh, that game is still getting played. I mean, because Halo is definitely always always will have a soft spot in my heart. But um, you know, you always you always just think about what could have been if if this game was specifically um exclusive to the series x um but you know it is what it is um but yeah uh, at least going back to the gameplay uh actually it showed a lot of good stuff for a decent trailer uh for showing a uh, gameplay of this game for the first time um yeah so you know the grappling hook which is pretty cool you know you saw master chief like grab a like what I think or seem is a fusion core of some sort and then like throw it at the one uh turret and then I think that took its shield out and then he was able to pop off um the uh, I think crunt that was on it then you had freaking um what else uh he was able to do like um what other game used the grapple hook damn it is a it was somewhat of a recent game that does it. Uh oh, Titanfall. <laughs> Titanfall does very much so. Yeah, so straight up Titanfall where you can like grapple on the people and pull yourself in and melee and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. Uh I just it's just making me think of all the all the possibilities in multiplayer. Uh it's gonna be so great. So it seems to be like pretty much a evolution of halo five still, uh, which is not a bad thing. Cause halo five is arguably my second favorite multiplayer game, uh, specifically multiplayer campaign is a whole different story. Uh, it would be way down uh, in that respect, but from a multiplayer gameplay perspective, I think it's, uh, it's great. Uh, you know, a logical evolution of halo, um, you know, to bring it into the modern, modern times with, you know, uh, Call of Duties and, um, Apex Legends and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, confirm, or at least it's for certain that running is in it, grappling hook, and they showed a lot of new weapons, which is pretty cool. Um, they showed this new, like assault rifle. It seems like not be a battle rifle or like a DMR seems to be its own thing, not assault, uh, assault rifle it seems to be its own unique new assault rifle, which is pretty cool. I liked how it looked, liked how it sounded, uh, it seems to yeah, have a pretty steady fire rate. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. I guess the question that's popping in my head is like, what faction is it? I guess it might be USMC still, um, US, USNC, I think USNC still. Um, it didn't look like it, it didn't seem to have any alien like covenant or brute vibes necessarily. So I'm very curious about that. They show like a new pistol seem like a deagle, if anything, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, liked how it looked like the, the firing, the overall animations of it, uh, were pretty, pretty awesome. Um, I would have said that there was a new pistol, but it looks like just a modification of the, um, the Magnum from, um, Halo two, I guess technically maybe Halo 
No, I can't even say Halo 5. Probably Halo 2. Um, Halo... F no. Yeah, Halo 2. Halo 2 had the not-so-great <laughs> not so Um, But that's at least what it looks closest to. Then they had, like, some grenade launcher-type rocket, pseudo-rocket thing. I forgot what that's called. That looked more alienish. Um, so I'm not sure. And it's uh definitely weird uh in terms of the time frame, uh, which that be kind of confused because it seems like the time frame is a little weird in regards to I think they said officially it is set like three or five years after five. So I guess they <laughs> obviously set some space between between five, even though I thought five left on a cliffhanger. Well, who knows? Um, but I guess that was the other thing. Like, it seems like the uh, Prometheans are completely possibly not even in this game, which is weird. I thought they were a cool enemy type uh, that they introduced. Um, maybe I'm, my memory's fuzzy on how five ended, but um, I was pretty certain that the Prometheans we're still around, but who knows? Um, so yeah, it was, I guess it was weird on that aspect as well. Like we had covenant and the brutes back. So I don't even think they were in five. I don't recall. I could be totally wrong. It's been what <laughs> since 2015. So I played Halo five. Yeah. After I was, after I beat the campaign, I was done. Uh, so that may be, that may warrant a full campaign, full, um, full, uh, full playthrough of the whole series. Cause I haven't actually done that in a while. Actually, um, it might be time as chief collection is in his prime. Um, Halo five is great. Yeah. I might have to do that. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so I am not sure. And then they showed, I guess, this who's supposed to be the main main antagonist. This uh, what looks to be a brute. I don't know. They don't. They look like brutes, but maybe they're not. I don't know. Maybe it's just like how they're designed graphically, because they, I guess, admittedly do look very poor compared to like other previous games, like even the older games, like uh, Halo Three and uh, I guess Halo Three and Four ish. Were the only ones that they were in, I guess, partly too. But even like the, the Master Chief Collection versions look kind of better than this current version. So uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. How's going, Johnny? Well, man. Um. So uh, I'm not certain about that, man. Really not. Um. Overall, though, I mean, it's Halo. The gameplay is, looks tight. So, I mean, as long as the gameplay is solid and good, I'll probably, I'll probably stick with it. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of have mixed feelings, but at the same time, it's like, it's Halo. I mean, the graphics are, are reasonable, um, from what we saw, but I guess this is probably the biased fan in me, but feel like maybe that the build that they showed is probably not fully 
you know, final game necessarily that maybe potentially it was showing the Xbox One X or Scarlet or whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Ugh. It, it looks good, though. I mean, it looks okay. It looks like I can play Xbox One X, but uh, it's kind of sad. I wish I wish it did have more punch than it did. Um, I think, yeah, the graphical fidelity kind of hurt it a bit, but oh, well. Oh, well. Um, at least sticking on, on that topic, there were some additional details in regards to um, uh, some stuff we didn't see in the trailer, which is kind of interesting that uh, in terms of the direction that this could go, um, specifically uh, quoting from uh, the head of uh, Halo, uh, Chris Lee, uh, Halo Infinite is the start of our platform for the future. We want Infinite to grow over time versus going through those numbered titles and having all that segmentation that we had before. It's really about creating Halo Infinite as the start of the next gen or now, next 10 years of Halo, and then building that as we go with our fans community. This does not mean that Halo Infinite is a live service game a la Destiny, but it does mean that new story experiences will be told underneath Infinite's umbrella. And it also means Infinite will be evolved technologically quite a while. 343 confirmed that Infinite will get a free ray tracing update sometime after launch. It's like, well, I mean, that isn't that kind of like destiny though, but all right. Okay. Um, so that's kind of vague, but at the same time, it does kind of insinuate that there's this ability for, I guess, a additional upgrade to the game, like full blown game releases like destiny or, you know, expansive extensive content DLC release is like destiny. I don't know. That's hey, they're going to need to clear that up. We're, we're going to need some, see some damn proof with that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess the more I think about it now, it's kind of disappointing. Uh, it's like, I don't want to admit that I'm disappointed, but I am a little bit, I guess I was just, ah, just how hyped up everything was. I just wanted to, I just was waiting for Halo to just like knock me off my feet, but it didn't necessarily, but I mean, if, if the graphics were better, maybe it would, um, yeah, it's hard to say, man. I don't know. It's like, like I don't even know what I wanted. I guess I just wanted to be blown away, but I don't feel like I was that, but I was moderately appeased. That makes sense. Um but anyway. So that was the biggest I'd I'd say personally for me the biggest showing for Xbox. Um yeah. You had to tell me why they showed me that 
uh, or showed us in terms of the the Xbox event back in May. No, not this year, but like, man, wasn't a full year ago? Maybe that was September-ish. I know they had an event in September where they showed a lot of gameplay and stuff, but um, I don't, I'm not sure if that was the case. Um, but I know we saw a little bit of that. Uh, Psychonauts 2, I'm not really familiar with that, but I know it's like a cult hit for a lot of people. Um, they also showed uh, State of Decay 3, which was a cool, interesting <laughs> non-gameplay uh, trailer, but it was cool to get some confirmation there. I guess I like the fact, I guess now you don't have to worry about what managing, managing supplies, managing people, uh, getting in fights with each other, managing, uh, you know, scavenging and all that. Um, now we got to worry about animals, animal, zombie, zombie deer, and potentially zombie wolves. And that's just, that's just more stress. State of Decay 3, thanks. Thanks, State of Decay. So now we have to worry about that. Hopefully, hopefully um it uh it um uh, flexes it the graphical muscles with uh the Series X, but I don't know. Now that they made a two year established two year agreement that all Xbox games are gonna be cross gen. So that's like I don't know. Might might have to throw that out the window, which is uh unfortunate. It really is. Um Outer Worlds DLC is interesting. Um would have been cool if they like gave you some confirmation. Well, I guess it's natural to assume that it will be um have smart delivery since it is on Game Pass, even though that's not like a established agreement, but uh, yeah. Um, what else? Everwild was interesting. I'm not quite sure what that game is, but at least uh, it, it was interesting. Um, trying to think anything else that stood out. I guess that's the problem. It wasn't anything that necessary. Like, man, I really want to play it. It was more like, uh, I'm not sure I'd have to play it to kind of get a feel for it. But it's like... <laughs> At the same time, it's like, yeah, we're actually going to be able to play it since it's going to be on Game Pass, which at least I personally have, and probably most people maybe stick with. So, yeah. I just don't know, man. Uh, then you got... Um, damn, I mean, it really wasn't anything. They gave, gave you a little bit of details for Hellblade 2, which was interesting, but no gameplay. I guess when you sum it all up, it kind of uh felt like May's uh Xbox May's um showcase event that was supposed supposedly supposed to be games as well, which I mean we got more gameplay than that, but I don't know, still wasn't enough. But then again, it's like somebody else maybe some of these games appeal more to them than me. Um, I guess that's one thing I can say that they did cover a whole gamut. Like I know Phil Spencer said that they were going to cover a whole wide range of people who want to, um, who, you know, well, I guess no, in general, just a wide 
a wide gamut of games, uh, you know, for various tastes and stuff. So, um, that, that is something I think they did deliver on, if anything. Uh, the new Warhammer game, Warhammer 40k Dark Tide, I think. Pretty interesting. I played a little bit of that. I haven't played too much, but seemed pretty, pretty interesting. Um, what else? I don't know, really. It, the fact that nothing's coming to my mind while I'm thinking about the event as a whole, at least for me, is saying that, you know, um, kind of forgetful overall. Um, not trying to be too harsh, but I mean, a lot of the games didn't really speak to me personally. Um, you know, so. Uh, then at least it ended with Fable, which I mean, <laughs> I'm not even a fan of Fable. Uh, I haven't played any of them, um, but I know that's that's big for a lot of the folks um, that do love it. Uh, you know, growing up with the Xbox, going all the way back to the original Xbox. But uh, just when I reflect on it all, uh, yeah, it's just disappointing, you know. It's like May let me down. I was like, okay, all right. You know, it things happen, COVID and all that stuff. And then this one, I was like, I was anticipating a lot. Yeah, I actually, uh, my expectations were maybe, maybe a bit unrealistic to be honest, but eh, yeah, I was just disappointed. Um, I guess with that, I guess to maybe provide some more explanation, uh, as to why, yeah, as to why I was, is that I kind of wanted, um, there was a lot of games that I was anticipating that didn't show, which, um, that's probably the biggest thing that, you know, I assume was just a, a given that would be shown there. I guess a couple of uh, battle toads, that was the big one that I thought was going to be there, but wasn't. It was, uh, you know, shown, I think at last, last year's event, um, but didn't really hear a peep only like, I guess reference we saw was in that grounded, uh, that grounded game where they, you know, had a zit think that's a zits, uh, like, I guess, action figure that they were standing on and that, that outside of that, nothing, which is just the coin. I totally was betting on a uh, betting on a uh, shadow drop. That would that that would have been perfect shadow drop game. Like uh, Battle Toads will be uh, smart delivery, uh, Xbox One Series X enhanced, but you can play it right now. Oh shit! Oh my god! But no. No, that did not happen at all. Did not happen at all. And uh, at least I was, uh, you know, in the, in, the, in the thread of era discussing, you know, the disappearance of why <laughs> Battletoads wasn't shown. Nobody knows. It just went silent after, yeah, after I think last year's E3, just crickets, crickets. Um, So... Who knows? It's all, it's a mystery at this point. Nobody knows what happened to 
do Battletoads. Uh, please call for help if you have seen Battletoads. Um, a lot of people are speculating that maybe the um, maybe the artistic direction, which honestly I wasn't a fan of, but um, I it didn't really kill the hype for me. It, it seemed like the gameplay was still good, but apparently there were more issues with it than uh, what was led on in terms of just some of the design and um, the fundamental gameplay, I guess, in terms of just the hit sounds and things like that, at least from what I'm hearing. Um, and unfortunate, but I mean, I take that over, you know, Battletoads coming out and being horrible, like, a just, just nail in the coffin for even any potential to bring Battletoads back. Um, which I would not want. I'd rather, you know, them wait it out and, you know, kind of, um, iron out whatever they're doing and then come back with it. Um, then, um, perfect dark, man. Perfect dark. Come on. Joanna dark. Let's bring her back. Bring her back with her, uh, double shotgun. Double blast shotgun, her laptop gun, mauler, far sight, shoot people through walls. Come on. Perfect dark. Perfect dark. <laughs> I just say that like I assume everybody say <laughs> that assume like everybody knows. Oh yeah. Perfect dark, yeah, of course. Yeah, that's gotta that's gotta come back. Only saying that because I guess it was somewhat rumored that it is coming back with, uh, I think the name being registered on Twitter by, uh, a registered account from Microsoft. Um, but I guess maybe they didn't want to take, they, they didn't want to detract from Halo Infinite, maybe possibly. But I guess at the same time, maybe they don't want to show too many things that are way, way far ahead that, you know, are like, oh, well, I ain't going to play that in like three years from now or whatever. So, uh, it's, it's a delicate balance. Um, they showed, um, fantasy star online new DLC, which is crazy for a game. That's like technically 12 years old, at least in Japan, I believe, uh, I guess <laughs> what's old to them is new to us. So, um, that's interesting. Actually, may may get me to start playing more of that. I think I've only played the beta, and that's really been it. I've never jumped back into it. I guess uh, you know, I heard there were a lot of technical issues. Hopefully, they ironed them out. I, that may have pertained specifically to the PC version, though, not necessarily the Xbox Xbox version. So, who knows? Um. Crossfire, Crossfire X. So the, um, they showed a bit of the campaign. I think it was kind of all over the place. Really. It was just like, you know, I mean, it, it's kind of, it was kind of stereo. It felt a little stereotypical modern warfare, call of duty type. Um, Oh, I gave you an order. I gave you an order, Jim. Fuck your orders, sir. 
something. That's kind of the vibe I got, to be honest. <laughs> if we want to sum it up, if we want to sum it up, I gave you an order, Jim. Fuck your order, sir. That's in a nutshell. That's essentially, I'm pretty sure what happened. Um, uh, but it's being made by Remedy, which is, you know, one of my favorite developers made one of my favorite games of all time, Max Payne. So, I mean, I'm invested. Uh, it's kind of weird that, uh, they said it, like I noticed it and I think uh warrior 64 on Twitter confirmed that it is, um, it is, uh, the single player isn't included in game pass. So you have to pay for that, which is weird, but the multiplayer component of that game is going to be free to play. So I'm kind of curious how that's going to play out. I guess maybe they're just both separate games or maybe there's just a dedicated launcher for that within the multiplayer component or maybe try to uh, promote that single player component to to people that play the free to play or something like that. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I am interested in Crossfire. I hear it's a big, huge game in Korea, I want to say. Um, it, it seems like from the gameplay I, I saw, it seems like a mix between Counter-Strike and Call of Duty, which I love both of those games. So, I mean, why wouldn't I love Crossfire X? Um, I've heard some other people had had differing opinions for that, but who knows how, I mean, it's going to be free. So what's the worst, um, outside of that. Yeah. You know, just that fable teaser, uh, the new, like, I guess it seems like a freaking, um, what you call it? Uh, Skyrim killer, that old obsidian, the people that formerly were with Bethesda. Um, are making a first person RPG set in a, um, medieval fantasy setting. Um, it's hard to deny that they're trying to compete directly with Skyrim, you know, I mean, what do they call it? I think Aeroborn, Aeroborn, Aeroborn. Aeroborn, Aeroborn. What is it called? Uh, Aero. Aeroborn, Aero something. Aurora. <laughs> Sound like the uh, <laughs> ignorant, ignorant uh, black dad. What, what's that you got? You got your damn Aeroborn, Matterhorn. What? What is that? What? Is, what? Um, this list is not comprehensive, not comprehensive at the least bit. So let's at least confirm it. Um, city and you can, it's going to drive me crazy. Avowed. Avowed. Oh, it's close. 
I was close. Aragorn, Aragorn. <laughs> it was like, it got an A in it, so you know, got an A and a D and an N. So, I don't know. It was, it was kind of close. I don't know. Yeah. So, all in all, if I had to grade Xbox Game Showcase, I'd have to give it a uh, C. Solid C. They did what they needed to do technically. Didn't really promote the Xbox One X. Because a lot of the games there they showed seemed like they could have been on. I could just play on my Xbox One X, which is uh, unfortunate. But at least at the at the same time, you could tell they're definitely trying to promote Game Pass, which. My understanding has been working like immensely well for them. So they'd be kind of dumb not to try and, you know, promote that train. Cause I know before the whole event, they said all these games will be on uh, Xbox game pass or whatever. So um, there's that I forgot. They did, uh, they mentioned. They mentioned uh, Destiny. Destiny, I think next year, uh, Destiny is going to be on Game Pass with all the DLC and content. So that's actually a pretty pretty nice deal that, that they're actually buddy-buddy now, I guess, considering they split from Activision. So that kind of uh, clears all that uh, cloudiness, if anything. Um, and then uh, I forgot about Ori and the Blind Forest. I think that may technically be the first... 4K 120 frames per second game. Uh, if so, that's pretty cool. Um, I just maybe may just play it just off of the genuine interest of, you know, playing a game that's at the maximum fidelity that this game, you know, this console promises, uh, just to see what it's like if it actually delivers. Um, but yeah, at least as a whole, yeah, solid C. Um, just wasn't too many games that um really appealed to me. Um no no damn Devil May Cry special ed- no no damn Devil May Cry 5 special edition. Ah oh, man. Disappointing, yo. Disappointing. Disappointing. It really is. Nothing. A lot of missed opportunities, but they seem to be in that it's probably gonna gonna be more news like later in the the year. Or I mean, they don't got much time before they drop drop these new consoles or whatever. So I don't know, man. Um, as a whole, though, yeah, solid C, solid C. No price. No details about that. But I understand at the same time because they <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation are playing like they playing the hardest game of chicken right now. It is crazy. It is crazy. Somebody's gonna have to butch. But who is gonna butch? That's the question. That's the question. Um 
Yeah. So, uh, I guess sticking in line with that, let me put my code. Um, so yeah, uh, in line with that, um, interesting coincidences, if anything, like I guess before this event, there was, uh, some weirdness going on in terms of uh, Xbox Live Gold, where you know the yearly gold subscription uh, is no longer available on Xbox.com, which is super weird because as it's been a staple since Xbox Live has ever been a thing, but um, all of a sudden it's not. So I think that you know, admittedly, so had a lot of people like suspicious like why would they not have an option for yearly gold and only monthly options so it could be like only one or two things really two things i guess uh either xbox live is gonna be uh free in terms of free multiplayer or they're trying to push uh xbox live ulti- or xbox live game pass ultimate or somehow pushing that agenda in terms like maybe making a whole new bundle with Xbox live and maybe potentially hiking a price up. It could be either or hopefully, obviously it'd be the free option. Cause that would make more sense since Xbox live is, um, or Xbox game pass is actually to my understanding is being is way more lucrative now in terms of, uh, you know, giving people a lot more options, um, and getting them a lot more business that maybe they could offset, um, not having to charge people for Xbox multiplayer since they'll technically, if they want to, you know, have access to all, all these types of games, uh, subscribe to Xbox game pass. That makes sense. So it's weird either way. Um, we have, uh, I'd say we don't still don't know, uh, thought maybe we would have found it out at, uh, the, the showcase, but to no damn avail. So it's like, where do we go from here? But I, I'm, I would assume we maybe get something soon about why they did this because, uh, <laughs> people got the, getting their pitchforks out, uh, they getting real antsy, um, you know, so who knows what's going on. What up, man? Um, so yeah, uh, really weird, really weird. Uh, hopefully it's, it, if it is free multiplayer, that's going to be a huge, huge, um, feather in the cap for, um, Xbox compared to PS4. And definitely a huge advantage, um, competitive advantage to, uh, PS4, PS, I guess, secondly, PS5, obviously, but, um, and it'll kind of be ironic since it was the other way around with, uh, PS3 having free multiplayer and competing against, uh, Xbox, which 
you know, you had to pay. So PS3 had that advantage. Uh, well, before they started uh, bringing in PS Plus, so interesting stuff. Uh, would be cool if that actually does become true. Um, we'll see though. We'll see. That's very weird though. Yearly subscription no longer available has been available for the longest. Uh, I'm curious, like of the like uh, one year subscriptions that are like out in the wild now, like are those are those invalid now or are those in, still in effect? So uh, keeping in with Xbox news, technically Yakuza like a dragon, um, probably one of the best series known to man. Um, we got some more details specifically, uh, cause it's been kind of up in the air where they said this game is going to be Xbox series X enhanced. So if you got the Xbox one version, you just need that. You automatically upgrade to the series X whenever you do get the series X. So we got that. And then, um, we did, we were kind of in the dark about a PS5 version. It seemed like potentially maybe, uh, there would only be a PS4 version for Yakuza like a dragon. Uh, and, um, the Xbox series X version would be exclusive, which, um, it would have been a weird, uh, predicament, you know, um, Considering how Yakuza, I'm just calling it Yakuza 7 because that's basically what it is. Yakuza 7 has, um, what am I thinking of? Lost my train of thought. Yakuza 7 having, uh, being the Yakuza series in general, being generally exclusive to PlayStation, it would have been like really surreal times where, you know, having that upgrade specifically with um, the whole team with uh, Ryu God Otoku Studios going exclusively to um, Xbox after being with PlayStation for all these years. Um, but at least um, now it's, it's kind of even. And then with like the English dub, which is, that was kind of surprising. Um, Apparently judgment did pretty good where they felt it was warranted to actually have an English dub, uh, for Yakuza. And I guess technically this is the first time a Yakuza game got a dub since the Yakuza, I think the original Yakuza, but I don't think they dubbed the second one after, I guess the reception of the first one terms of dub. So that's kind of crazy. Kind of crazy. Kind of crazy, but you know, we have uh <laughs> out of nowhere, George Decay, Star uh Star Trek, who's gonna I think be voice of the main and always get it mixed up. Antagonist protagonist. The main antagonist of this. Let me, let me look that up real quick. I always get it mixed, mixed up. Antagonist. 
antagonist. I got it right. All right. Sad to be sure. Had to had to check myself or wreck myself. Um. So yeah. Um. Ah, I'm I'm still on the fence about this this uh, title. Uh, it has been out in the West for a while. Um, I think it came out December last year in in Japan. Um, but uh, the turn based aspect, uh, loved Yakuza when it was just straight up a beat 'em up, man. But um, we'll see, we'll see uh, what happens. Um, I pretty, I mean, it's still pretty is still gonna have the charm and like uh. You know, yeah, just overall charm and, and and kookiness while, you know, maintaining the seriousness of, you know, the main storyline as well. Uh, the sub stories are probably still going to be great. Now it's going to be probably a whole interesting dynamic with multiple people as well. So there is that as well. So, uh, I mean, I'm a sucker for Yakuza, so I mean, you know, it, it is, it is, let's I'm coach. I'm guessing. I try to do these for YouTube to make the time. Try to utilize that chapter feature, but it doesn't seem to work. But in the event it does, we'll see. Moving on. Uh, next topic. Uh, Metacritic is making you wait 30, <laughs> 36 hours. Before poster review, that is that is crazy. Uh, it kind of makes you think why they didn't do this before. Uh, but understandably, like with the outcry of um, The Last of Us specifically, people just review review bombing the game because they thought it was some political statement. Um, potentially gonna trying to do the same thing with Ghost of Tsushima. Um, it it only makes sense that they did this because you know people just being spiteful just to be spiteful gonna just downgrade the game without even giving it a chance not even playing it just blindly ignorantly just saying what they want to say because it doesn't agree with their views or some dumb reason that they trying to formulate which doesn't make sense at all so good I'd say, if anything, they probably need to verify that you actually played some of the game, if anything, which I guess that's kind of a little iffy to do. But I think there is probably some way like verify your receipt of buying the game. I don't know. Something if they really want to review that bad, make them go through some hoop to, uh, you know, now I have like multiple, like 10 accounts of the same person trying to down downvote the game because uh they have lesbian people in it or something, which is the dumbest just stupid. Really is, but good on them for um doing this. At least setting a precedent for <laughs> un uh this I'm not even gonna get into it because it is the dumbness of it all. This should have been done before what I'm trying to say. Um, moving on. Yes. 50. 
So, next topic. Uh, boy, it's this a little, a little touchy, but uh, gamer girl, man, this is some. We're saying some tone deaf mess right here. Uh, so gamer girl is supposedly supposed to be. I don't know. Going by the trailer, I saw the trailer. It's supposed to be some type of FMB, like uh, the classic games, like Night Trap, and like um, I forgot the other one. There are a lot of other FMV games, but Night Trap uh, were basically at the FMV full motion video where they, uh, you know, you make choices and then they show up basically essentially a cutscene of that choice you made and I guess the ramifications of that. But in this light, it's like all around the satire of a gamer girl and the whole, I guess, negative stereotypes of, of a gamer girl on, you know, Twitch, other streaming platforms. But it it's like, it's like that. And like putting in a whole weird negative light. And then also having a weird, creepy undertone to it, like uh, Night Trap. So it's like you mix Night Trap with this weird um, gamer girl uh, negative, hugely negative stereotype. That's just that's not as nothing's gonna come good out of that. So that's pretty much what happened because. <laughs> Like shortly after, I think that trailer dropped, they, um, they straight up, they straight up, uh, like took it down, took the game down from steam. Yeah. They took the game down from steam, removed the press kit for it, um, rebranded it. So yeah. So I guess that hasn't been confirmed, but they're likely going to rebrand and edit the game to make it more <laughs> not as controversial as uh, as was definitely going to be. I think they also said like some of the actors in that didn't even know that this that was going to be the direction of the of the game that they thought it was on they were under the pressure that was going to be something totally different that um I guess how they cut it made it seem like Totally offensive and you know, yeah, yeah, not a good look either way. So good on them for uh avoiding a whole dumpster fire of just uh torment threats and stuff like that, because you know how the internet is. They will they will threat threat and threat. So yeah. So <laughs> On that messed up note, uh, I guess not necessarily messed up. They they saw their their effed up ways, um, but uh, yeah, super weird. Either way, that's pretty much all the uh, news for this week. Um, still disappointed about about this Xbox game showcase, man. We're looking forward to it, but man, I have to say, I was let down. I really was really was um it's what i've been up to gaming wise uh that modern warfare man um i was actually playing uh this past weekend i guess that brings brings me to another point um 
uh, or interesting tidbit of uh, some mess that I went through uh, for the longest. So had this have been having an internet issue for a long time now, like maybe the span of pretty much September of last year. Weirdly enough, it was around when this game Modern Warfare came out, which was like October, I think late October. I want to, I want to say, so was having this weird issue that I didn't really notice until now where basically if I'm playing the game, playing a multiplayer, right. And then, um, you know, playing it like roughly the span of 45 minutes to three hours for some weird reason, the internet would completely one disconnect me from the internet and two take out the whole, our whole internet, uh, like at the house. So it was, that led me to believe that it had to be something else that had to either be the modem or the router. So did various troubleshooting steps, replacing modems, replacing routers. So, um, I got to the point recently where I'm like, okay, it's gotta be something else that's going on. Cause we, you know, did various troubleshooting with the modem router, couldn't find anything. So, uh, I just had the idea. I was like, maybe let me just look this up. Uh, modern warfare, uh, crashes internet or takes out internet or something like that. So I looked that up and lo and behold, it's like a whole freaking thread of people having this exact same issue. And a part of me thought that maybe it was just, it had to be the internet. Cause I never correlated me playing modern warfare with the internet going out completely. That just didn't make sense at all. But apparently there was a lot of people, uh, I think in South care, uh, uh, South California, uh, with, uh, spectrum internet having this specific issue. I think it was like Comcast technically too, but, um, at least that was a common denominator. Um, so then come to find out it was some weird thing with this, uh, these, a whole like fleet of modems that were supposedly, uh, developed, um, with this very, this, this like defective, basically a defective chipset that uh, I think is created like lawsuits where people are actually suing these companies for uh, developing or um, yeah, essentially uh, producting uh, the modem with this defective chipset. So um, I do some research. I was like, let's get this specific modem that doesn't have it, get the modem and (laughs) in order to test it out. Cause it, at, at this point, I'm just fearful now that I'm aware that that's the issue and that I'm technically the reason for taking down the whole internet that, um, I, uh, I was like, let me test this then. Cause we did a new setup, got the modem. So I went, I went a little bit in and played like modern warfare, like literally the whole weekend, like ridiculously a lot. And, uh, didn't get one crash at all. So I'm like, oh, thank God. So, but <laughs> at the same time, I was like, well, I did get, got a lot of Call of Duty in. Um, so, yeah. 
Interesting facts. So if anybody listening to this happens to get that issue, maybe you want to check the modem that you don't have this defective. I think they called it a Puma six chipset. If you look it up, you'll know what I mean. Well, you won't know what I mean, but you'll get where you're going. If that makes sense. So very random, interesting tidbit of the day that uh modern warfare apparently with uh, the wrong combination can take down your whole internet. So the more, you know, specifically, but all in all, uh, I was grinding, uh, to get to rank 100, uh, for the battle pass, got all the challenges. So, um, did that also was trying to get long shot challenges, which are a pain in the ass because they force you to play like ground war all the time, which I haven't done too much, but actually playing it the span of the whole weekend, I actually started appreciating it, uh, and was liking it a lot more, uh, and also kind of helped me ex- get out of my comfort zone of just standard multiplayer, maybe war zone here and there. Um, so yeah, man, if you don't play, uh, don't play or haven't played ground war, pretty fun. I was playing the, um, the realism uh, variant, which was a playlist specific one out this past week. But that one, I think it went out of rotation uh, this week. But in in essence, General Ground War is pretty fun. Um, I uh, gave it, did not give it enough time, but I did enjoy it. So uh, then <laughs> Animal Crossing, man, this game is is uh is just bringing the worst out of me to be honest uh so been i've been technically at a standstill which i was talking about last episode with animal crossing where i'm trying to just i'm trying to get these big books in this uh stock market so um at this point i kept going to the the uh the nook, nook twins they never always getting these shitty ass prices cut up fed up so i'm like you know what let me go and um let me go and actually go go to some threads and some um uh well yeah actually i went to the reddit thread for turnips in terms of basically people who have uh high turn prices they'll basically go to the thread and say hey i got i got high turn prices uh I, i'll tip uh you can uh tip nook mile tickets and um bells whatever you know, most people are pretty cool and nice about like, you know, uh, you know, no, no, no tips ne- necessary, but if you could, yeah, any Nick mile tickets or, uh, bells are appreciated. So, uh, basically was, you know, trying to get some people, but every person always keep missing the deadline. People are gone. And then, uh, one person like linked to this app, which is basically specifically for, Animal Crossing, um, I guess, um, specific items and stuff that people want that people will go into that app to, uh, you know, broadcast for people to join. And then, you know, normally it's essentially a give and take thing where, you know, if you come to my island, normally most people they'll act for, you know, like what I, what I said before in terms of Nook Moss tickets, bells, rare items and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, I was playing with that for a bit. Kept getting my ass uh um 
kept missing out. So like I would join the queue, which is basically like their system of like, you know, uh, basically a line for people to, you know, uh, line up and go and join people's villages to get, uh, tickets and bells. Um, at least for me, I was looking for tulips or turnips to sell at a profit, which is basically how you can make a lot of money fast at Animal Crossing, which is at least the part where I'm at right now where I need a lot of money, do a lot of stuff like, um, mainly build my house and, um, what else? Building a house and, um, other miscellaneous stuff that, you know, make a lot, makes things a lot easier with uh, a lot of bells you got. So look, finally, uh, got to a person and, you know, I was, I was out. I just put my money in. Uh, they were selling a pretty good price. I think like 488 bells. So I got a pretty decent profit at like 1.6 million bells. I was swimming in it. I'm just saying I was swimming in that. I was swimming in them bells. So that was a, that was a pretty, <laughs> pretty good light at the end of the tunnel, you know, um, you know, it's pretty damn good light. I have to say, so <laughs> that concludes somewhat of my animal crossing tirade or uh tribulation there. Um, ghost Tsushima, ghost of Tsushima, uh, man, I haven't played too much of it. Played roughly about like maybe three, five hours. Game is dope. I have to say, uh, at least my initial impression so far game is dope. I did a couple of, uh, side quests. Um, some of the main story stuff, of course. Uh, but man, ah, that game is just impressive on so many fronts to me so far. Just, I mean, I understand. I know a lot of people were talking about like, oh man, the, the, um, the, why everybody, everybody's using the photo mode. Like I can't play this game without using a photo mode. Uh, after playing the game, I'm like, okay, yeah, I see why people are using the photo mode. The game is fucking beautiful, man. It is crazy how like graphically impressive this game is, how they use the environment. Just everything is just like visually aesthetically pleasing, man. It's crazy. Um, yeah. So I did get to a point where I was like, it was a lot of moments where I was actually kind of resisting going into photo mode, but it was like a lot of moments. I'm like, you know what? Ah, yeah, I got to take a photo of this. I got to. Straight up, had to go into photo mode, took me a picture, and just in terms of photo mode specifically, it is in depth, man. It's like so many options you can choose from, uh, so many like variables you can change. You can make things a totally different story than what you even uh, intended to like picture, which is cool. Um, yeah, so far, I think about, yeah, like seven six, six, seven hours in that game is so far. I am impressed. Uh, combat feels pretty good. Trying to, apparently there are like, uh, multiple stances in the game. You unlock by basically, um, beating certain, certain, uh, well, I guess it's a, a multitude of things. Like you can do, uh, side missions as well as like hideouts which 
when you do uh pretty much a combination of those uh you unlock points unlock skill trees and stuff like that um but yeah at least so far uh man that game looks good man that is uh is one of the best i have to say it's probably one of the best games i've seen on playstation 4 yeah i have to just just those hours alone i mean last of us to get out the way ghost shishima it looks looks phenomenal man that game is stunning um yeah overall man that game is great um what i played so far um i i guess i can see some potential of the game maybe getting getting uh repetitive uh and things like that but no so far i'm thoroughly enjoying it game looks beautiful that helps a ton um feel smooth um yeah i was uh having a having a um i guess internal conflict in terms of whether to go japanese dub or english or no yeah japanese dub no japanese sub japanese with subtitles or english uh dub technically but that's the thing that's that's like the you know kind of the you know the big uh controversial debate between the two like um you know uh dub versus sub but it's a weird scenario with this game where it's like they made the game with english in mind but it seems like the japanese was kind of an afterthought so at least i i started the game with japanese with uh subtitles but it seemed like the lip lip sync lip syncing was off and i don't know that it felt like that was bothering me more than anything even though you know a lot of the old school, like, you know, Kung Fu movies and stuff kind of had that, but it was like, it's understandable as a Kung Fu movie, but I mean, this is a 2020 triple a, uh, first party game. So, I mean, it's like some of that suspension of belief. You, uh, you just, you just don't, you just don't suspend. So, um, I got to a point where I'm like out of curiosity at first. I'm like, you know what? Let me, I'm just curious. What is the English like? And it sound pretty genuine, uh, where it sound like Japanese people, if they spoke English, which I guess my fear was, you know, English people speaking basically, and you know, no, no like inclination or like sign or hint of like Japanese language or like a Japanese, yeah, Japanese as their native language. So with that, I was like, you know what, let me just go ahead and, uh, just go and play just English and pretty satisfied with it actually. It feels more natural. Doesn't feel as like packed on necessarily. And like, don't get me wrong. I mean, you could still play it just fine with Japanese um, dub, but yeah, it just didn't feel right to me for this game specifically, I guess. Other games, you know, you give more of a exception like Yakuza, but that's a, that's a whole different scenario because Yakuza has like as uh, naturally um, dubbed in Japanese. And then at least with, uh, you know, Yakuza seven coming out in the West, it's going to be dubbed in 
English, but it's uncertain if like, you know, the lip syncing is going to be matched up and stuff like that. So yeah. So with that, since this was, is made in the West or originally made in the West, um, I was like, yeah, let me go with the English and it sounds way more authentic than I was anticipating. So I'm, I'm enjoying it that way. Um, otherwise, yeah, I probably would have played in Japanese, but, um, overall, yeah, at least initially playing the game so far, I, I'm, I'm, I'm liking it. The hooks are sinking in all the upgrades are, um, pretty elaborate. Uh, it's so much to explore because, you know, it's a free, free roam. Um, so yeah, but yeah, that. That's pretty good summary impressions of uh, Ghost of Tsushima so far. Ghost, I can't even say it. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghosts of Tsushima. That's a tongue twister. Um, yeah. So, outside of that, pretty much nothing else. Um, I was trying to watch uh, that Twin Peaks. Firewalk with me. That's still on my list. I was going to get around to it. I never did. Um, I do have it ready to watch, but um, I'll get to that. Maybe I'll tell you next episode. Might uh, get to that finally. Um, to conclude the whole Twin Peaks. I don't even know what you call it at this point, but yeah. All in all, I think that'll conclude episode 65 switches sites um if you're watching this on your favorite podcast and platforms uh feel free to give a like rate subscribe on your favorite podcast and plat- platforms greatly appreciate it uh if you want to catch this live on uh twitch tv slash a switch i generally 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 try to I can't, I want to commit to a time, but I feel like if I do, I don't, but I say at least expect me around four to 5 PM Pacific. I try to, but you know, life happens. Try the best I can. All right. I'm trying out here, man. Um, you can also watch these archived on youtube.com slash a switch. I keep a lot of that stuff. Um, Actually, I'm thinking of actually uh, making a um, uh, highlight video of all like uh, my Twitch, I guess, essentially my Twitch highlights. Um, so maybe if I'm feeling like it, might uh, might expect that on the uh, YouTube channel. I'm actually might <laughs> get back to streaming games like which I guess generally this platform is reserved for. But um, yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, any questions like to submit to the show, you can submit it at aswitchtv at gmail.com. If I get enough, I may uh, dedicate a segment to that. Uh, what else? I always feel like I'm forgetting something. I think that's it. I think I covered everything. Oh yeah, um, you know, uh, be safe out here. It's, it's still crazy. People, people still not wearing their masks. Got hearings, hearings in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, in, in full effect. 
uh, acting, acting the most fool, acting the most fool. I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna let it go. Acting the most fool. Um, so yeah, guys. Until next time. Uh, don't touch people. Don't cough. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.